Hello guys, welcome to episode 2 of season 2 of the Office Podcast and we're still recording from home via technology uh, and I'm not alone as usual, I am with Kia. Hello Kia, how are you? Hi Lai, how are you doing? I am good, I am good, I am good. Unfortunately guys, uh, Lela is not uh, with us um, yeah. today, uh, she's She's uh, having a personal um, emergency that she had to attend to, but she'll be back very, very soon. But um, let's kick it off with uh, KYC, Know Your Continent. I know this is Lela's section, but let me get in a bit. But uh, just staying um, in touch with what we are talking about, obviously what we're in, which is um, the national lockdown due to COVID-19. We want to keep it in that realm of like figuring out what our different uh, African um, governments are doing with uh, in terms of um, COVID-19 and where we stand in different African countries, obviously. So Botswana has announced um, that it was closing all its cross borders, effective on the 24th of March, and they have installed a 28-day lockdown. They've recorded uh, one death so far um, and about nine cases, um, nine confirmed cases, Zimb- four confirmed cases rather, and Zimbabwe is currently confirmed nine cases um, of COVID-19. Having recorded any deaths yet, um, Africa in its totality has recorded about, what, 7,080 cases to date. Um, and that is date of recording, which is Friday the 3rd of April. Um, South Africa, obviously, we're under the 21-day lockdown. Not that it's going very well, because I'm seeing a lot of leniency um, now being pushed by the government. Um, some changes to the lockdown have been implemented. Of course, we do have to be cognizant of the fact that um, lower LSM groups or lower earning groups are a little bit more affected by this um, than the middle to higher income earners. Um, and that's a bit of a challenge. Um, however, we have noticed that the 21-day lockdown has somewhat helped slow down the number of infections reported. Um, but we do also have to be cognizant of the fact that the number of tests being done aren't as quick or as fast as um, the European countries um, report or do tests. So we're not out of danger yet. Um, a lot of the rhetoric um, has been about or has been close to the fact that we might extend the the lockdown as well in South Africa. So let's hope for the best. Um, if you want to get some more figures, or maybe let's just look at some of the other figures that we do have. So Algeria, it seems, has about 986 confirmed cases. Um, Burundi is sitting at three, surprisingly. Cameroon is sitting at 306 confirmed cases. And surprisingly, Egypt, who was leading Africa that was at 865 confirmed cases and we've actually does that mean that we're actually in the lead now we are in the lead Ola, are you back i'm back we couldn't hear you sorry no i know Um, i know my internet technology okay guys so we do apologize these things will happen um we're doing we are recording via zoom nonetheless we will continue um libya sitting at 10 um, and Kenya sitting at 110. I don't know what you think, Lai, but personally, I think Africa isn't doing as badly as um, our European counterparts. And if anything, I think we're in, at most dan- in the most dangerous uh, position to be in where COVID-19 is concerned because we don't all, as African states, have um, the ability to fight the virus. One, because of issues on, around our healthcare systems. Not all African countries have yeah. sufficient um, healthcare systems. 
Yeah, I completely agree. I think like we are obviously doing a little bit better, but I think that what is key for our governments to take hit of is to actually be quick with uh, implementing um like of a better term, safety measures, because I think uh, um, our president was really good with doing that because had they not done that, you know, like when uh, when he, on the 15th of March, I think, like when it was declared, uh, you know, a national yeah. disaster and, you know, just like making people stay at home and, you know, just taking extra precaution, I think would have been in greater, greater trouble right now. And also a lot of um, tourists come in and out of South Africa. So mm. it's, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit, um, it's a bit um, re- riskier here than it is in like other small countries that do not get as much tourist traffic as, um, as we do. So I think, you know, in as much as we're doing better, but I think like African governments need to make sure that they're locked down mm. as, as fast as they can if they haven't. And if they do, they need to be very stringent and strict about uh, movement and just making sure that we contain it as much as we can. You know, an interesting article I was reading yesterday about Nigeria is the fact that the rich groups of Nigeria are no longer able to obviously travel overseas to seek medical attention. So now they're forced to utilize um, health services in their own country, which is actually not in good condition. So this is also a bit of a lesson to African leaders to get their house in order. And I'm surprisingly as well, um, I must say, our government has actually done well, in my opinion. I could be wrong. I might not necessarily have full view of um, all the parts or elements of the lockdown the exactly. um, but I think yeah. we've done a, still, a sterling job. I, you know, I'd like a, a lot of people give our president like a lot of grief, but I think he's actually done the best he could consider in the circumstances. And I think the government has moved quite swiftly. And I think together also as a country, I think we're rallying behind each other and trying to keep each other, mm. you know, like accountable and, you know, and motivated and just making sure that, you know, because there's also another side to this, right? I, I might be diverting from our topic a little bit, but then there's also another side to this is that, you know, there's a lot of like bad news that we're consuming. And I think yeah. like there's been, some lightheartedness when you troll Twitter and you see what people are talking about yeah. that has you know, made everything all doom and gloom. And I think in as much as we're talking about deaths, we need to start speaking about the stories of recovery yeah, true. And, uh, and all of that, which I'll touch on when we get to tea time. Awesome. So we've actually got tea time as well, guys. So that's awesome. Um, but I think that's it for today, for Know Your Continent. I know this is not the format that we normally have it in, but, you know, keeping in touch with what's happening on the ground. Um, we mm-hmm. thought it might be worth it to actually touch on what's happening around the continent. And with every episode, we'll do a bit of an update to look at what, like Lighten says, what recovery numbers are looking like, what other measures have been put in place, and what other fun stuff um, is actually people are actually doing. Um, during between one lockdown. So that was yeah. your continent. Exactly. And now, yeah, may you please take us into our main topic for today, which is upscaling during the COVID-19 national lockdown. What do you have for us? So or who we, do you have for us? So today we're actually going to um, discuss upscaling during this period. Because I mean, what else can you do outside of work um, during the 21-day lockdown? So after the quick break, I'm going to introduce our guest today because you know what? On the Office podcast, we make sure that we get the right people to speak to us Mm -hmm. on specific topics because, well, right, our country has a wealth of knowledge and people who know more about a lot of these topics anyway. So after the break, I'm going to introduce our guest and our topic for the day. 
Welcome back to the Office Podcast, guys. Um, so today's topic, like Latin mentioned, is upskilling during the COVID-19 national lockdown. Um, firstly, this was a this was a very um, anxious moment for me when this happened. I think I didn't realize the severity until it actually happened. Um, this was massive. But like I think those are my most anxious moments ever. But I needed to completely understand what a lockdown meant. Um, and just for some context, a lockdown is an emergency protocol that usually prevents people information from leaving an area. And in our case, um, we're trying to contain the COVID-19 virus from spreading. And that is why we didn't want a lot of people um, or majority of people in public and only essential services were uh, allowed to be in public or if we needed to go out, the only thing we could get were essential um, goods such as groceries. Um, the ESA government had announced, had announced the lockdown and has officially gazetted it. So you can actually go and go to www.cogta.gov.za if you want to see the gazetted form um, of the actual lockdown rules and regulations. Um, follow the social media accounts as well. But there's also been, there's a web website that is actually being created that you guys need to follow. And um, that's where all the um, official information is. So let's try and avoid fake news or spreading fake news guys as much as possible. I can't stress this enough. Um, but essentially all it means is that we just shouldn't leave the house unnecessarily. It's not a holiday. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of us will still be required to work. Um, and even if you don't have to work, because not all jobs require people to be um, working remotely, this is an opportunity for us to possibly upskill, take a new initiative um, you know, for our own growth and our own careers, or just take an initiative to learn about new skills. Um, and obviously this is because training facilities will not be operational for a while um, and, and until the government can contain the virus. So we wouldn't want to miss out on opportunities to be greater than we are every day. Um, but Lighten and I won't be tackling this topic on our own. We have someone mm -hmm. who's, um, who's well-versed in this topic. Um, Lighten and I aren't the most well-versed. So, you know, we need to add someone to the topic with a wealth of knowledge on this topic. And so I found, um, or rather we found um, Nomaz Bulo Changam, who is the co-founder and managing director of Ziana Business Consulting and Training. She holds a national diploma and BTEC in human resources management that she um, qualified from the Nelson Mandela University. She also has a postgraduate um, in business administration from the UCT business school she's she also holds an executive development program qualification from the vets business school and um, started out okay, with oh, qualified yeah okay we must respect her okay qualified uh, qualified uh, started her career at coca-cola as an hr graduate right um and but her list of um experience is so so long um but that it all it ended up uh, becoming she ended up becoming a bit steiner's hr and transformation director so you don't just get such a title, right? Um, and she has since become popular um, for her people and training management skills. But also, she's known as Baby Issy's cool mom on Instagram. <laughs> Side note. Oh. Um, <laughs> she's super passionate about gender transformation, accelerating the growth of women in leadership, mentorship, talent management, and organizational development. And a cool fun fact about um, Nomaz Bulo, she was actually a Chica blogger. So you guys might know her as Theo from Chica. So if you ever want to go back to the Chica blog, you might, you'll see a few of her articles that she's written. You'll notice that... Um, um, she's kept, she's on brand. Um, and that's why we brought, we brought her onto the show. Yes. So, Nomaz Bulo, known as Theo, welcome to the Office Podcast. Welcome. Good, good afternoon, Leighton, and good afternoon, Kia. Thank you so much for inviting me. 
And how are you doing today in this uh, lockdown? I know you have three little ones. How's that going, um, trying to work from home with three little babies? I know, hey, especially a, um, you know, a 12-year-old, a six-year-old, as well as a, a six-month-old. So wow. it's been hectic. <laughs> but I, I feel like you're, you're coping. Mom is managing it. Yes, no, no, I am. I am coping. I've kind Do of... Do you have some help in this? Yes, I do. I, I would not be able to live without a helper. And thank God, um, my helper is like family now. She's been with us for like six, seven years. And oh, um, yeah, and she's a person that took care of us while we were growing up. So she's part of us. Ah, oh, wow. That's awesome. I think you're blessed. Not many people actually have that opportunity. So I think you're doing exactly. a great job. Um, well, then I hope um, things start looking up soon because I think everyone is tired of being in the house so far. But, I know. <laughs> but just to touch on, you know, or start on the topic, I just wanted to find out from you um, as the owner or co-founder of a business that focuses on training and development, why did you decide to focus on training as a service um, for your business and consultancy? Okay. Um, firstly, um, I must mention that skills development has always been a passion of mine. Mm. Um, ever since I was introduced to human resources, um, that's the, um, the element that drew me um, to, to human resources management. It was all about people development. So I'm quite passionate about that. Um, as well, skills development in South Africa is considered as a critical component of transformation and economic growth. Um, by expanding on that, um, as you may be aware, that previously disadvantaged individuals who did not get an opportunity to access higher education, such as colleges, universities, um, you know, through um, skills development um, and, and the initiative and the drive that government has on, on, on you know, on a national skills mm. priorities, they are now able to tap into those and um, they can be, you know, assistant, assisted um, in terms of upskilling. Um, so yeah, so it's it's mainly for that. Um, also, skills development is there to redress, um, you know, skills shortages in South Africa, um, especially critical skills um, that have been mentioned by the Department yeah. of Labour. Um, critical skills such as engineering skills, um, mm. you would you know you would understand when it comes to um, the example of ESCOM, um, yeah. how most of our talent has gone overseas, and now we mm -hmm. are stuck, um, you know, with talent that is not there so um so you know redressing those skills shortages becomes then priority just so, so um the issue of brain drain does affect south africa massively then yeah it does yes um so what does then ziana do to fill that gap um how what other services do you guys offer to help the country then you know support those short skills shortages Okay. Because of my passion and skills development, um, I then founded um, Ziana Business Consulting and Training. Mm -hmm. So it's, an, uh, it's a people management solution. So we offer people management solutions to, you know, big, small um, and uh, medium um, enterprises. So we've worked um, a lot with big corporates when it comes to skills development. As I've mentioned initially that um, skills development is considered as a critical component of transformation. So we understand um, currently in South Africa where we are with transformation and and where we need to drive transformation. So that has then given um, us as training providers, you know, a, an opportunity 
to tap into transformation and assisting organization um, get their transformation in order um, mm-hmm. through upskilling and skills development. So that's um, how critical it is. So that's 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 what we do as Ziana. So we partner with um, corporates in ensuring that they implement effectively their learnerships. They implement internships, um, graduate programs, um, you know, workplace readiness programs, etc. So those are then the initiative, as well as upskilling um, as, as as part of um, you know closing a skills gap um, in employees um, internally. So we we assist organization in ensuring that that process runs smoothly, and um, of course also adhering to the triple PE transformation in South Africa. Okay. Um, so can you as an expert paint a picture for us then on how COVID-19 has affected the learning and development space entirely? Um, the world of work is generally affected by COVID-19, um, in, you know, in, in, in its entirety. Um, so training and development is then no exception to that. Um, it has affected our business because we found that most of the trainings that we do are learnerships, internships. So that require a lot of um, face-to-face interaction, you know, um, on a learnership that runs for 12 months, you've got 30% of, you know, in-class face-to-face interaction in a year. And then you've got 70% of a practical, meaning you are deployed into an organization to do practicals. But in that, you need to make sure that you meet with your med- you, you meet with your mentor every month in order for you to do your um, your POE, which is your portfolio of evidence. So in its entirety, a learnership, um, you know, is is um, face-to-face um, human interaction. So um, it meant that, um, you know, the organizations that we work with uh, postpone, others cancel the training initiatives that we were busy with um, up until the lockdown or up until at least we managed to, um, you know, um, to, to sustain the, the spread of COVID, um, of the virus. So that has what has affected us. So it means also that um, when organizations have, you know, postponed or canceled the training initiatives, there won't be any revenue coming in because, you know, most you, we, we get um, paid um, for yeah. the service that we render. So it, it, it kind of puts entrepreneurs and training providers at a, at a very difficult situation um, that we have to make sure that we go into our, um, you know, savings and to try and maintain the office in terms of salaries and operational expenses. Hmm. Lai, do you have any question? Yeah, I, I just wanted to, uh, to ask, um, Ziana, what, like, what is, um, as, as Ziana, what is, um, what are you, are you, offering any services during the national lockdown or are you not at all or has it due to the obviously the the challenges of not having to you know to be out in like the national lockdown is there anything that you're offering online that um that some of your clients might uh, might be interested in or have you thought in that space considering that this might go on a bit longer than we anticipate Okay. Fortunately for us, um, as a people management solutions provider, we not only provide um, learning and development to our clients, we also provide um, recruitment, we also provide payroll management, we also um, do um, organizational development, etc. So your general HR services that we offer. Mm-hmm. So this is only one department that is affected. As an example, in the recruitment space, we're still doing, um, you know, offering our recruitment services. So we're still out there um, doing 
doing our talent search, ensuring that we get the talent and providing the clients um, with the you know, ideal candidates. But however, we're not doing um, face-to-face interviews now. We're doing you know, your virtual interviews via Zoom. Yeah. Um, you know, some of them we do via Microsoft Teams, etc. So there is that that's happening. So we are working um, every day um, with, my, with my team in the office. Um, however, we will be working from home. Um, in terms of the training, um, we are in talks with my team in terms of developing, um, you know, your e-learning, which is something that's something that we've started talking about even prior the the, the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic. Um, your e-learning, your webinars, you know, your virtual training sessions, etc. However, I think it's very important to analyze the the digital readiness of corporate South Africa. Uh, because you find that um, as small training providers, we can be geared and ready, um, you know, to tackle your virtual training or digitalization, but big corporate is not ready to receive them. So then you ask yourself, then what's the point of you starting with all this virtual training if no one is going to buy into the services? So we are in the process now of assessing the digital readiness of the big corporates, especially uh, as well as our own, you know, digital readiness um, to offer these services. Um, it depending on each industry um, and I must say because we work a lot with the CITAS when it comes to internships and learnerships and I do think that CITAS still have a long way to go when it comes to that mm-hmm. um, however this has been you know um, stimulated discussions for accelerated innovation in terms of online training and e-learning with the government yeah. and relevant stakeholders uh, with the whole skills development in South Africa. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, just one more question, Kia. Sorry, <laughs> don't you think that as um one of the uh, like one of the things that have uh, come out of this has been a lot of um corporate companies just assessing how much they are digitally savvy and also how much um they need to get into the digital space in order for them to actually work if anything like this ever rises again. Mm. Have you got, do you think that's actually in as much as it's a bit of a challenge for you now and for a lot of people, obviously for a lot of companies, for a lot of employees and and employers, do you think that is actually a good thing to come out of this? Because after this, people will start looking at some of the services that you're planning to start, like your e-learning a bit differently and perhaps give it more uh, more of a chance than there would have if this hadn't happened. I fully agree with you. Um, however, even though we are noted to be reactive, not proactive, uh, mm-hmm. because these things have always been there, you know, your, your your digital learning have always been there, your e-learning has always been there, your webinars have always been there. However, it was not well received um, because we used to the traditional way of, you know, learning and development. So there mm-hmm. is something uh, positive that came out of, um, you know, this um, lockdown and this uh, pandemic. Um, however, we are now becoming reactive, um, trying to fight fires in ensuring that, you know, we survive at the end of the day. However, I think going forward, organizations are starting to, are going to start to look at, um, you know, their digital readiness and put proactive measures in place in, in order to make sure that such pandemics, such, uh, you know, future, you know, crises that come, 
um, they are ready and they, you know, they become proactive instead of them being reactive. So I think it is good that it happened. It's teaching us a lesson. Remember the, the, the digital um, disruptors, such as your fourth industrial revolution, your um, artificial intelligence, your digitalization. We've always been talking about them, but now the question has always been, are we ready to start to implement them? And this is an opportunity mm -hmm. now because it's forcing us through this crisis. Yes, makes sense. I think when you speak about digital readiness, for me as well, being um, in South Africa, the issue for me becomes data um, and internet connection. Um, I know of one thing I've picked up is not everyone has access to Wi-Fi at home, for example. Um, so, it, you know, it does raise a question as, are we really, are we really ready to take on this next level um, as our go-to? Um, I definitely do think that we still need that face-to-face -face interaction as well because until we get our internet sorted, I mean, you know, we have the likes of NTN who've already started slashing their data prices, but what about all the other internet um, service providers? Um, do we anticipate or would we wish to see data dropping so that we can actually access these platforms? Because, I mean, I'd like to think I need internet to actually access these online learning platforms. I don't know what you guys think. No, definitely, Kia, you do need, um, you know, data to access all these digital uh, platforms. Um, however, like I'm saying, it, uh, I guess, you know, government will have to reprioritize instead in, in terms of going forward um, when it comes to the National um, Development Plan of South Africa. They need to ensure that they prioritize digital um, digitalization as well as the fourth industrial revolution. It's something that they've always talked about. And I know um, when I read the top priorities of government last year, mm -hmm. um, the fourth industrial revolution was one of the 10 um, top priorities. Digitalization was one of the 10 uh, top 10 priorities. They've started, you know, making some, you know, um, strides here and there. But I guess there's a lot that needs to be done. Um, data, data is expensive. And um, even we've seen the likes of Vodacom dropping the data. The data. Actually, yesterday I loaded um, data, you know, from Vodacom because I'm a Vodacom user and it was still expensive. But this morning when I tried to upload um, or buy data, I found that the, the drop actually became effective. Um, so I'm, I'm quite um, chuffed with that. Um, I'm quite excited about that because they've dropped, you know, the data price. But I mean, um, it's something that government has to look at in its, you know, in its entirety with all the stakeholders involved. Mm, makes sense. And then are there any trends you're noticing from an online training perspective um, around the globe, especially now with lockdown? Um, I know China had, wasn't already on a lockdown. Hong Kong's going back into a lockdown. Um, America's still practicing social distancing, as they call it. Um, but are, are you seeing any spikes or any trends at the moment with online training platforms? I am, actually, I am. I had a meeting with my team this morning for about two hours. And um, one of the things that we've been picking up a lot are webinars. Um, there's a lot of training providers offering, you know, free webinars. Um, as well as virtual training sessions. Um, I was also invited to participate into an e-learning session by another training provider. Um, you know, there's Google Classrooms that we, we've, we, we need to look at. Um, the, the, there's Podia that is becoming, you know, um, accessible. So all these tools, you know, all these digital tools are, are coming out and um, I'm, I'm kind of liking where we're going. Like I'm saying, um, the crisis is forcing us to, think outside the box um, in order for us to, you know, to implement um, these um, courses online. So I'm quite excited about the future, really, um, especially uh, myself in the training space and 
training space and being passionate about uh, mm. training, you know. Um, we will also be doing our first webinar sometime next week. Um, so watch out for that on the Ziana page. Awesome stuff. Lai, do you have any questions? No, no, not really. I think like we're, I've... I'm like so satisfied with what we've covered so far. And I think just like to add on to what we we're talking about earlier, I think there's like a really great deal on us, uh, on the government actually, like not only South Africa, but like the African government working on uh, the infrastructure when it comes to, you know, uh, Wi-Fi and the internet and availability. Because if this goes on for any time longer and not only for any time longer, but also if there's, if something like this has to rise again, it's going to have like such an impact on the economy mm-hmm. as we in that yeah. we need to be uh, prepared so that, um, you know, the backbone of the economy at least in, tries to stay as um, productive as they can be, you know, wh- whoever can be in that, you know, in that bracket. So, yeah. That makes sense. Are you doing any um, online course line? No, I actually am not because, believe it or not, my work literally has been busier for me since lockdown than it has been before lockdown. I can imagine. I can can imagine. I wonder why is that? that? Most of the people have been experiencing exactly the same. Yeah. um, Have been, you know, experiencing a spike in their um, workloads um, or everyday work. I, I, don't, I don't know why. So it's, for me, it's, so personally for me, I'm, I'm an advisor. So I work in advisory, I work for a consultancy and we advise clients. So obviously with, this, with the issue of COVID-19, we all went into crisis mode. Um, and this mm-hmm. is when our clients need us most. You know, when you in consulting, you need to be that helping hand or that shoulder that your client can lean on so i think it would i would apply i would assume it would apply to lie too because he's in um, client services and um, exactly. you know clients are anxious at the moment everyone's like sort of anxious and you want to try and be there for them but then because you're working from home you're just like it's okay at seven o'clock you're like it's okay i'll respond to the email yet had you been at the office you would have been offline you know um so everyone exactly. is a little bit anxious and everyone would like we're saying in episode one you know, we're scared of looking like we are relaxing at home and everyone wants to look like they're online and they're busy, mm-hmm. even they're really busy. Um, so it's a bit of a, it's, it's quite an adjustment, I think, for everyone. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that adjustment. It also is, I think it's also an adjustment of sometimes, I think, the lack of respect of time from other people because you are at home. So, you know, like if I need you to do something, it's not like you're going to tell me that I'm going to be out. Like you are at home. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> You are you're not like, unavailable. You're in <laughs> you're in and you're in lockdown. And you're exactly. in lockdown. Um, yeah. But maybe we should name some of the cool best or some of the best online platforms that we've come across. Um, mm-hmm. I've recently become well acquainted with Udemy. Um, and I think it's yeah. a great choice if you're looking for a very large catalog of courses at a reasonable price. At some stage, they randomly do like courses for a hundred bucks or so every now and then. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and I know some corporates um, do get or, or get the Udemy business account for employees. So then that way the organization pays for it and it gives access to some of the employees. Um, it offers yeah. something for everyone. There's business development courses, there's finance courses, accounting, designing, marketing, office productivity. Um, but obviously one thing you just need to be careful of on some of these platforms is that um, since practically anyone can become a course instructor on, instructor on Udemy, um, try to make sure that you choose courses with high ratings. So look at the ratings, yeah. look at the reviews. Um, just try to maximize your money and time spent learning the new skill. 
Um, obviously, business owners can opt for the business account, which will make their lives easier and then just mm-hmm. get access to their um, staff. And then I think another one that's cool for me is a, is a Google Digital Skills for Africa. So you can actually get certified in fundamentals really cool. um, of digital marketing. And um, Lai, you mentioned something as well to, to um, Numaz, um, Numaz Bull about the fact that some skills um, are rare. So a lot of the digital skills are actually what yes. the country needs at the moment because we're moving into the You're breaking IR. here. Oh, sorry. Am I better now? Um, yeah, you're better. So... I was talking about Google Digital Skills for Africa and when you guys were having a conversation with, with Nomas Bula about um, the four, fourth industrial revolution, these are, sort of, these are the sort of skills um, that will be needed in a lot of businesses, digital, and how can we move our businesses digitally? And I think this is what we're now all forced to get into. The nice thing about these digital courses on Google is that they come certified and they're recognized mm-hmm. um, across a lot of the agencies globally. as well. Globally, exactly. Okay. Um, and then we also have Skillshare, um, and it covers you know, every imaginable topic. Skillshare includes courses on a large number of technical subjects, business, entrepreneurship, programming, writing, painting, personal branding. Um, You know, so you can either get a monthly or a yearly um, subscription. Hopefully you can also maybe speak to your organization um, about implementing some of these courses. Um, LinkedIn Mm -hmm. Learning also has some stuff um, that I've heard of. Lilo was actually mentioning to us that at her workplace, they were considering doing some LinkedIn Learning as well. And I've also seen some of the ads coming up. Um, Obviously, you're going to have to pay a monthly or yearly subscription, but it also gives you access. Or if you already have like the gold LinkedIn premium account, it will give you access to some of the online courses that they have um, so that you can have better career prospects. Then there's Coursera. Um, an extremely popular platform I'm here yeah. I'm hearing. Um, Coursera is well known for its value and prestige as it collaborates with top universities around the world who are responsible for developing the courses. So if you're wanting to do a master's degree, mm-hmm. you can get yourself a course of degree. And then there's FutureLearn. Um, this is UK-based, um, offers, offers a top selection of online degrees, free certification courses available on mobile, tablet, and desktop as well. It's, op- it's owned by Open University, one of UK's long-established education educational institutions. So it's, I think it's a, I think this is decent, decent amount of opportunities available. And then like you've heard, um, Nomaz Bula was just meant telling us that Diana will be starting to host a lot of the webinars as well, um, because unfortunately they've had to cancel and postpone a lot of their training sessions. So there, South Africa is also speeding up with those webinars um, and Thea will get us in touch and give us details on how we can get in touch with those webinars that her organization will be sharing with us. Um, but have you guys, um, I, I haven't done any of the courses yet personally. Yeah. I'm looking at Udemy. I have access to a Udemy account and I'm going to explore. I do want to learn some stuff, but the only thing I've managed, only other skills I've managed to actually gain from this 21 day lockdown so far is cooking. Um, that's all I've learned <laughs> at uh, YouTube Girl. so far. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and I'm playing around Listen. with <laughs> Yeah. But you know what? Like I, I actually just to add on to some of the um, platforms that you listed, I know that the Digital School of um, Marketing, okay. uh, DSM, are also they're actually offering uh, like uh, cool deals on like all courses. I think it's 50%. No, actually not. I think I know it's 50% off all courses during the lockdown special. So if you want to get yourself that diploma, get yourself, you know, that knowledge. Of course, if we go off lockdown, then it might, you know, slide into back into your normal uh, life. But then it actually is uh, an e-learning platform anyway so i don't think it it will 
affects life that much. But then it might be a cool thing to consider if you actually are looking forward to study, but then are tied on the finances or yeah. just after a great deal. So, and I know like a lot of this like uh, e-learning um, uh, places uh, are actually offering some discounts during this time. I think it's also like just that way of encouraging people to use this time to actually develop themselves and get, um, and get to do some of the things that they've always wanted to do. But um, gear back to what, the platforms that we mentioned, like I'm interested in, of course, like doing like a short course or something, but I think what I want is just making sure that uh, whatever I do is certified and recognized because you know, I, I don't know if it's like a personal thing, but I just mm. don't want to invest time in something that, let's say it's recognized at my company, but then I'll move into like another company and then be like, yeah. okay, cool, whatever, you know? So I think it's also just for people to take heed of that as they go along. What do you think, um, Anoma? Um, I exactly agree with you, Leighton. Um, when it comes to accreditation and uh, courses that are recognized, because remember, um, anyone can just you know go in online and yeah. uh, become an instructor. So it's going to be very difficult, um, you know, if you move from one organization to another and you find that you've got this certification, but it's not um, recognized or it's not accredited. Um, I did also look at Udemy. Um, I was quite impressed. Um, they offer a lot of variety of courses. However, as Gia would say, um, I think it's important that you do due, due diligence yeah, um, mm-hmm. in terms of the course that you are going to embark on. Um, if it's your own personal development, you want to skill or learn a skill i think um by all means go ahead but i mean if you want to use it because you want um it to be part of your um competitive advantage when you're applying for position you might want to consider something that is accredited however for your own personal development i think go ahead like as an example I've seen that at Udemy, they also offer your Microsoft um, Office um, kind of training courses like your Excel, um, you know, your Word, your PowerPoint, etc. So for those that want to upskill that they've never worked with a computer before, I think it's going to be a good idea for you to um, go in and register because you're doing it for your own personal development. But I mean, if you are going to have a course um, that you want to do and you want to use that course um, as, as your competitive advantage when applying for positions or looking for career development, it might be a bit of a problem because organizations are looking for credibility. Um, they need to know that the institutions that you've done the trainings um, or the yeah. development on are um, you know, are, are, are accredited. That makes sense. Um, so I think what would be important then is to find out from you, um, when can we find out some of the then online and webinar um, details are from Ziana? Because it's local, at least we know that it's a trusted source um, and we know that um, we're closer to the, to the host. Um, where can we, when can we get the details? Where can people go to find all this information? Is there social media platforms that we can go to, website? Give us all those details and we can share with our listeners too. Okay, so for all our webinars, as well as virtual training sessions, e-learning, you can go to our website, www.zianaconsulting.co.za. And you can also go to our social media pages. Um, Twitter is at HR underscore Ziana. And Instagram is at HR underscore Ziana. LinkedIn is um, Ziana Business Consulting and Training. 
Facebook, it's Ziana Business Consulting and Training. And also, if you want to engage and connect with me, you can get me on my social media um, and you can just search Nomaz Changa. You'll be able to get in touch with me. All right. So I think we're, we're good. I think guys, one thing that for me that I've taken from the discussion is that um, there is an opportunity for us to learn constantly. There is an opportunity for us to upskill. No matter what your passion is, um, try and just, you know, get one level up. I mean, I'm trying to improve on my cooking as well. So I'm using the time to, um, to cook, learn new recipes, learn new techniques. Um, I'm also quite keen to get into coding just out of curiosity. So I'll probably even jump into that. Lai, I don't know if there's anything you're interested in that you'll probably jump into. Yeah, definitely. I think like I'm, I'm interested in, like you said, I think it's similar thing. It's coding. I just like, um, I've got such a keen interest for that. So I think I'll definitely be checking that out in data science too. So yeah. And I think like to echo your words, it's, this is the perfect time. If you are maybe not that busy, this is the perfect time for you to use this time wisely and invest in yourself and make sure that when you come out of this, it's, you have like that extra ace up your sleeve. And I think that could be good for all of us, actually. Yeah. So what we will do, though, is share um, Numazabulo's details on our social media platforms. You guys need to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Office Podcast SA. We'll share her details, her profile, the handles on our pages. Uh, but you can also use the hashtag The Office Podcast if you want to go. And let us know, guys, if you're doing any of the courses that we have mentioned. Let us know your, what your experience is. Share your tips mm-hmm. maybe if you have done something. Um, and let everyone on The Office Podcast um in on your secrets you know we're all colleagues on this podcast we're all friends um so let's help each other out tag us if you come across anything we'll share it on our platform as well if you've got opportunities we'll also post um some of the information and reshare some of the information that ziana shares as well on their platforms so that you guys can have access to their webinars and e-learning platforms uh but now we have to say thank you so much um for um spending the time with us on the office podcast thank Um, you it was a very um insightful conversation and we hope to see more of you thank you so much um thank you so much team for inviting me and all the best with the office podcast and i must just a last comment from me i'm very excited that um you know i'm hearing you talking about coding and data scientists i think that's where the world is going to so um i i wish all the best and i'm hoping that you can learn a skill or two there but it's definitely something that um the world is going to need whoop whoop so we're on the right track line we're on the right track definitely (laughs) back um, at the office part on the office podcast guys like i mentioned we have a twitter and instagram account actually so you guys can follow us on at office podcast essay and always use the hashtag um the office podcast so that we can share whatever um, information you have if you guys actually have some um openings that you also want to share it might actually be a great platform for us to share so that everyone can have access to that but we are done with a serious issues um and want to lighten things up a little bit so Lai has got some tea for us i've got my wine Lai, i'm ready mm-hmm. i also got my red wine gold because it's red wine <laughs> right there <laughs> i've got that i've got that 
<laughs> so guys we are back for tea time like i know on our first episode we didn't have to we didn't have tea time because we're talking about pretty serious stuff but then we're back to lighten up the mood and also just giving you give you like a little bit of um a tip or two on how to cope during this um covid19 era so i'll just dive straight into it um just a note my tea time is not like um, as usual today. It's basically tea time for how to keep up with COVID-19. Yes. So guys, I've found something that is quite interesting and also anxiety inducing. I don't know if you agree with me, Kier, yeah. but for keeping in touch, guys, there's this fun app if you don't know it already, but I think most of you will know it. How's Patty? Yeah, that it's one's grown, hey? It's, yes, it's so grown. I actually am interested to know how, how much their uh, stock has, has grown during this, uh, this period because I swear each and everybody on my contact list has got a house party. Right. It's crazy. And, the, and the thing about it is a house party is old. Like, I know people who were yeah. pulling on at house party like three, four years ago. And it's amazing how now coronavirus has just made everyone go back to basics. Like, okay, guys, we're just going to go back to the basics. And I'll be all it's so crazy. But you know what I hate about it is the fact that you, the constant messaging of like knowing who's in the house oh, and people yeah. getting in into the house at 7 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, don't you have work to do? Yo, that yeah. is that is me in the morning at 7, 6. People are like in the, going in the house. And I don't even know how to switch those notifications off. I'm just like, ah. It's so crazy. But you know what also I just, don't really like? I don't mm-hmm. like how people can jump into your conversation. Like, exactly. You can actually lock it. In. Yeah. You can actually lock the conversation, uh, which is available. But then still, it's like, you know, it's, you have to be thinking about that every time you have a conversation, uh, which is like so, so uh, unnecessary. Like, I, I just hate how you have random people jumping into your conversations. It's really, really, really weird. It's so and weird. I just feel like it's, it's such pressure sometimes. I was playing a game with friends of mine that are very competitive, and I swear, I was just like, this is stressful. We're already stressed, and I don't right. need to be more stressed about life right now. But the, but the, so, yeah. funny, the cool thing about it is that I enjoy the game. So you, you're actually the person that put me on this, and then my friends and I started playing games last week. And yeah. it was hilarious. It was fun. I loved it. It definitely is fun. You know, like um, all the um, craziness aside, I think it's such a great um, app to use for us to actually stay in touch and stay connected, especially for people who stay alone, like myself. Like I feel like it has added a bit of like value to my life Mm. and how I stay connected with people. And also not just connected, like speaking on the phone or texting. It's just actually like, you know, playing games and doing all and having like a multiple Mm. chat with uh, with people so that has been great yeah yes, that's awesome so, yeah and guys so for musical experiences i discovered this last sunday and i was booging down in my living room so okay, i had so much fun okay. been, uh, this um on youtube there is a stay a stay home with me so it's a, basically a series of uh concerts by different artists it's uh you know music music experiences there's a lot of artists that have done all this like uh at home concerts for mm-hmm. their fans and they stream it on their um, uh, social media so just google like stay home with me uh on youtube you'll be able to find out who, which artists have done uh nice. some or which or which artists are coming up and um one of the artists that we uh, that i actually enjoyed was like uh nadia nakai i know she's done one and also mm-hmm. bongesiwe 
did one which is uh, didn't go really great with the connection but then i think he's making up for it this weekend so that's going to be great so just nice like one. peep in there and check it out and i think it's going to be fun especially with yeah, all these so. parties these uh djs are also hosting um these um lockdown parties online so people can almost have a little bit of a jam session in their lounge exactly you know like you don't need to go to taboo taboo right in your lounge so <laughs> There you Can go. Not to this <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> you know? And then also for if you want to keep healthy and you know exercise, I will be uh sharing a lot of more information about the different trainers. But one person that I also know Lelo has actually done a session with him online has been uh Mika Stefano. Mm-hmm. He's doing this train home with me. And we know he does like the sweat one thousand class, so um, he's doing that online and he's doing nice. it like some celebrities. And I think it's like, it's quite great to keep active. And I feel like it also keeps you accountable if you actually have to join something and not be like, Oh, I'm going to exercise. Cause I've been doing it. Like, I think I did three days in a row and I yeah. just fell off the wagon. So, you know, just, and also keeps it exciting. You know, how do I know when so, those classes are online? So for me, I just go to his Instagram page. It's at Mika Stefano. I know he has one. I think it's every day at 11 a.m. If I'm not oh, mistaken, damn, that's just, like cool. check it out. Yeah, but which is really, really, really cool. I don't know about 11 a.m. If you're working though, so it might be a bit inconvenient for you. But then uh, I think just like try and see if there's yeah, another time that you can on to. Yeah, exactly. And then. Another thing that I discovered, which is actually like quite important considering that we're living in this corona age, um, is um, uh, two accounts on Instagram that actually speak about being uh, living corona positive. Uh, and it's um, one is actually called Living Corona Positive. It was started by a family in, who are down in Cape Town and they've been documenting uh, their journey since they were diagnosed. And I know mm. the two of the family members have been cleared so far, but they share tips and like, you know, your symptoms, how you're feeling, like, you know, could you have it? Like how you take yeah. care of yourself, like what you should eat, what you should avoid and all of that. So it's, it's quite informative. And like, what I also like about it is that I think there's this whole thing that if you get it, you're going to die yeah. that we're all afraid of. So it's good to see people that actually have Corona and uh, progress. And they actually like, they seem like, pretty normal of course they're in pain and like you know they're going through like a lot of symptoms or whatever but you can see that they're getting better and i think that's like something that's hopeful that we can you know we can see and watch and yeah and also another person who's uh living corona positive that i really really like is uh naledi khadebe who's uh, lady g and she's also been documenting stuff and i like i like how often she has been uh for herself considering that she's she's, you know the only one okay her mother has it now but then like, sure. she's been quite open and, you know, and she's, and, and I think she's like pretty, pretty, pretty real. And it's like, it's, it's quite nice because she's, you know, she's like this influencer who's like, you know, just big on travel and fashion. And I think it's sort of like humanized her for some of us who think like, we might have thought like she's a bit too aspirational, but it's, you know, it's, it's been quite good to see her sharing some of her stuff and actually like encouraging people to share what they are also feeling and, you know, Going what through. symptoms they have. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's been quite good. But off, off to something fun. So, Kia, tell me, what are you watching? What was I watching? So I finished um, Love is Blind. I'm currently on season 12 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I watched some Marvel movies last week. 
Um, and I need to just figure out what I'd go on for this weekend, actually. I don't actually have anything for this weekend, so what can I watch? Cool. So I've got you covered. So here's some recommendations for me. I'm not going to recommend, like, the whole Bible, but it's just, like, a few <laughs> loves for me. And I'm glad that you're watching Love is Blind. And honestly, you are late on that because... No, I'm Love done. It's over. Corona. I'm done. I'm done. I'm but done. I'm saying we watched it before Corona. True, so true, you were true. late. True. <laughs> but uh, if you have Shawmex, guys, like uh, Nods and Crosses has been quite an interesting series for me to watch. And it's it's with Bon and Bully, So, of course, yeah. Oh, it's local. Countryman, yeah. No, it's not local, actually. It's an international series. Oh, it's actually okay. a, a BBC series. Uh, but Bonnie is there because boss actress, yes. Okay, um, girl. But it's... And it's actually quite interesting. Like, the, I'm not going to spoil it, so I won't speak much about um, the, the premise of the show. But it's basically like Knots and Crosses is almost like blacks and whites. And, oh, uh, but okay. in reverse. So imagine if um, uh, we, as black people, were treated with all the privilege that white people are treated with. So it's oh, basically sure. like almost a reverse. So it's actually quite interesting to see. So mm. yeah, so check that out. Okay. And if oh, if you have Netflix and if you still haven't watched, please watch Queen Sonor. I don't know what your thoughts are, Kia. I haven't but I watched it. Like Queen Sonor, you sh- you should watch it. I think it's actually quite like a brilliant production. I think it's like it's got very very international. Mm-hmm. Still to it it's like it's very world class i think like the way it was shot it's like your homeland it's you know it's very like it's it's, it's very very good and uh paul Tissou was actually quite great on it and as much as people like throw shade at her acting skills like i thought she was great at it <laughs> and also there is this listen there's this boy cartoon mm, mm, tell us Oh, girl, he had, he had. <laughs> oh my god, like he is so, he oh is gosh. so hot. But then he's also a good actor. So like, let me not take his his, mm, his attention away. out of his palette. Okay. But he's he's eye candy. He's eye candy. He's good. He's good. So just watch Quintana and also on Netflix for the uh, for this for my sins, guys. I started watching Tiger King. I swear it's like trailer trash wretchedness <laughs> on another so level. And I'm avoiding all the tweets about it so that I don't um, get spoilers. Oh my god! I've muted it so that I can watch it and laugh and see what. Yeah, please. Going on. I actually don't know if you're gonna laugh or you're gonna be traumatized because I don't know if I was laughing or traumatized half <laughs> of the time. So, but you know what? If you want to like side eye anything, just like watch it. You just side eye. Yeah, it's Tiger King. Yeah, so, yeah, and then I also. You know, staying at home and figuring out how much money you save with not going out. out yeah. I got myself Amazon Prime. Okay. Which I didn't have before. And I watched this series. So it's, it's called Modern Love. What it is, is basically like based off a, um, a column of the New York Times. Mm-hmm. So it's a column uh, by this writer of the New York Times. So they take the stories and they actually de- they develop them into like this series. It's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful series. Like, I think you should watch it. It's very, like, warm. It's very, like, artistic. It's, it's, it's lovely. It's beautiful. It's nuanced. It's, it's really great. Like, I might be biased, but then I, I really, really lo- loved it. So if you want something, like, a little mushy, something like Cuddleworth vibe, watch it. Watch it. I think you'll okay. like it. So cheesy stuff. I think I'll probably watch that on my own. Uh, I don't know anyone that would want to watch cheesy stuff with me oh uh, i mean like it's not it's not it's not cheesy cheesy like slapstick cheesy but it's it, it's very like it's 
it's telling love stories with like such artistry and such depth. So, which is, it's, it's quite great. Is there actually. like a free 30 days or something that I can play around with? Oh, I've got, like, seven. oh, I'm going to try that out. It's I'm a free seven days, girl. Try it out. Definitely. I'm going to try it out. Try it out. Got it. And got also it. just to round this off, cause I feel like I have like so much recommendations for this week, but I am listening, currently listening to Bungezi Mabanja's album, Imini, I think I'm saying it right. Um, yeah, but it's um, on, but it's got a double I. So I'm like, how do you actually pronounce it? Imini. And look, I'm the last person to ask because I speak Tswana. So I know because I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, I speak Zulu, but I know it's closer. So, but I'm like, you know, uh, I should at least be be able to pronounce that. But it's such a great album. It was Mm. um. One of the number, it was actually a number one uh, album on iTunes when it um, when it was released. So he's great for him. It's such a great album. Someone on Instagram, if you're listening, shout out because I'm not going to give you a little bit of fame, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> they they describe the album. Um, it's so funny because I know, actually know the person, so they're going to think that I'm being shady. But they actually describe the album that. Uh, it sounds like a prayer, and that's actually the oh, best wow. description that I've had about that album. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So, also remember to support like local talent in these times and local stores. So they please get yourself some bonnetsway. And just to run it all off, guys, what are you? What are you doing, Gap, besides learning how to cook and eating too much like me? Um, so I'm actually, so I'm definitely, so obviously um, on weekends, so I try and, because I've tried to keep a routine, I still do the cleaning on the weekend. Um, so the cleaning, laundry, all that domestic stuff will always happen on the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And then on the daily, it's literally just, it's work. Um, it's podcasting, um, trying to read up on COVID-19, there's always something happening um i'd need to and then exercise where i can definitely a lot of cooking um had had karaoke last night but i i'd need to try and fill my time in a little bit more with some other stuff maybe yeah exactly like something something quite different like i i just think like people you know i'd like i i'm the worst of this but I think we need to do like you know clean out our cupboards if we actually have been meaning to like clean out yeah. our pantry that closet like like rearrange stuff like you know spruce up things do like a whole spring cleaning learn a new skill like i think it also lends to what we we're talking about earlier mm. be it in the kitchen be be doing your own hair yeah i'm talking Ooh, to you i have to do that oh my god i have to like i have did my own manicure last week it was hot it's looking yeah. horrible already i need to wash my own hair i don't know when i've never washed my own hair in my adult entire adult life i've had to i've always run to the um hair salon or have someone else wash it so this is i need to wash my hair this weekend um so that's going to be interesting i've gotten some tips from my friend bumi shout out bumi yeah um she gave me some tips i got products last i think before the lockdown i got some products um so i'm gonna play around with that um i've never done it Uh before and i have natural hair so it's the worst thing to have to deal with yeah Um, exactly but wish me luck guys i will try and take some pictures and post those well, good. Like, isn't it interesting how when we um, get out of this, how we would have gained some skills and uh, people that weren't self-sufficient exactly. actually be quite um, well-versed with how to take care of themselves better. <laughs> so it's actually, it's actually you know, quite an interesting thing. And you know, when we say upskill, we're not, people maybe think we're talking about constantly looking at 
um, spreadsheets, Excel spreadsheets, or mm-hmm. you know, there's different ways that we upskill. It doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be focused on your job, on your day-to-day job. It can be something, exactly. something totally different. You might even come out there a nail technician. You might come exactly. out 21-day lockdown a hairdresser, you know, do that as a side hustle. You know, there's different Ex- ways that we're, we're upskilling. Exactly. Exactly. Especially after this, you know, after, uh, after coming out of this with the economy, we we'll all will need like that extra source of income. So, you know, yeah. it's, you might be upskill, upskilling in your side hustle. Definitely agree with you. And my last question for tea time, guys. Yeah. Answer I'm this here. for me. Please. Have okay. you succumbed to TikTok? I haven't succumbed to TikTok yet. So I don't have mm-hmm. an actual app on my phone to act on it but i'm on the app almost every day because i want to see what people are getting up to and the and the you know the videos fascinate me so much like i really enjoy watching tiktok but i I just haven't you know i haven't put myself to literally starting my own account but it's so fun i love it 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 looks fun i see drake's also released a song now so i'm pretty sure he's doing that for tiktok but like i'm loving tiktok do you have a tiktok account I actually do. Like, I just, because of, you know, like, the nature of work that I do, I need to keep up to date with everything mm. that goes on, like, mm-hmm. the social sphere. So I, I do have, like, um, I definitely have a, an account. But I have to say that I actually haven't been using anything at all. I haven't been using it at all because I, because I, I was like, you know, it's like, I actually can't. Sorry, like, I, I was saying that um, I actually haven't used my account at all. I think I only have one video. But I am tempted, guys, because it is very, very late on TikTok. Like, everybody's TikToking, and it's I keep on, like, late, finding myself yeah. this close to making a video. But it's if late. you are making any TikTok videos, or if you've got anything that you want to share with us that we should be watching, we should be keeping in touch with, we should be listening to exercise channels that are quite interesting, yeah. please to share them with us on our social media channels um it's office podcast essay or use our hashtag hashtag the office podcast and please just uh keep us on the know let us know and please do share with uh any also upskilling um platforms that you're using that you think are great that you're willing to recommend all your experiences you know maybe you had a great experience and you want to vouch for something please do share that otherwise that's Tea time for me. Thank you. Thanks, Lion. That was awesome, guys. And that was episode two of season two of the Office Podcast. I think just as a sign of guys, one another one thing that I'm gonna upskill myself on is the application of false lashes. I know the most oh my God. unreal thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll catch you on the flip side. Um, episode three will also be quite interesting, so we look forward to recording that and we look forward to you hearing that. Until then, it's adios from me. Cheers, guys. Bye. See you soon, guys. Bye.